0: Hey, welcome to the Forward by Faith broadcast. I'm excited that you're here. We're on the way into the sanctuary because we believe that the Lord has a word for us. Come on in and let's see what God has for us. Not looking back I to into a higher place, no, the will See you, baby. God we honor you on today Your love is just too much We love you because you first loved us Thank you for demonstrating your love for us And that while we were yet sinners Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for giving your only begotten son for each and every one of us, showing us just how much you love us. Thank you for loving my neighbor. Thank you for blessing them. Thank you for keeping them. Thank you, gracious God, that you give us more than we could ever deserve. But because of your love, God, we can live and we can live life to the full. Thank you, God, for loving us the way you do. You're amazing. Your grace is amazing. Your mercy is amazing. Your patience is amazing. Thank you, God, for being who you are and for loving us the way you do and for that, God, we say thank you. We say glory to your name. We magnify you because you are God and you are God alone. Thank you for such amazing grace. We honor you. Now, God, continue to speak through your word. Thank you for giving my neighbor what they need At such a time as this, loose my stammering tongue, we decrease that you might increase. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And all those who love the Lord thy God, come on, give him some praise back because he's so good. Come on, give him some glory because he's worthy. If you expect God to do something in your life, come on, give him a real shout. Come on, give God praise for our ministry gifts in this house, hallelujah. Give him glory for your neighbor, hallelujah. Tap somebody and just tell them God loves you. I just want to remind you. Is God good or what? I feel a sweet peace in the atmosphere. God is, God is already doing God's thing. Come on, give God glory, cause he's doing it on your road. Hallelujah, come on, give God praise for our young folk. Hallelujah, brother CJ. Come on, give God praise for them. Give God praise for my men. Come on, give God glory. Give God praise for the queens. Come on, give God praise. There is a word from the Lord. Y'all praying this morning? Let's look at verse 21. 2 Chronicles 20, verse 21 says, After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing it to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army saying, Give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. As they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. The Ammonites and Moabites rose up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy one another. When the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked towards the vast army, they saw only dead bodies lying on the ground. No one had escaped So Jehoshaphat and his men went to carry off their plunder and they found among them a great amount of equipment and clothing and also articles of value, more than they could take away. There was so much plunder that it took three days to collect it all. Oh, that's some good stuff right there amen and man uh, uh, God wants to answer the question today what's going on look at somebody and say inquiring minds want to know what's going on <laughs> uh, tell ask somebody else what's going on baby I, w- w- what's going on I, I want to know, I know you want to know, we trying to figure out what in the world is going on. Somebody holler, "What's what's going on? You may be seated, you may be seated. What's going on, what's going on, what's going on? What's going on in 1971? One of the greatest albums of all time. The prophet, the poet, The soulful, social critic. Marvin Gaye asked the question, what's going on? Somebody holler, what's going on? Marvin used the words, he started singing, mother, mother, there's too many of you crying. Brother, 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 there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way. To bring some love in here today Y'all, y'all Father, Father We don't need to escalate You see, war is not the answer For only love can conquer hate You know we've got to find a way To bring some love in here today Then he said, picket lines Picket lines Picket signs. Mm-mm. Don't punish me with brutality. Uh, talk to me so you can see. Oh, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on? Oh, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, in response to the social and urban unrest of the streets of America. The the mistreatment of the Vietnam War veterans upon their return to America. Dealing with relational and internal struggles, Marvin asked the question, what's going on? And the more things change, the more things stay the same. Earthquakes that have killed thousands in Syria and Turkey. There are global conflicts everywhere. A year later, Russia continues their frontal assault against the citizens of Ukraine. There's still the continued Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Nation after nation takes its turn raping the continent of Africa of its rich resources. There's still unrest and blood in the streets of every city in America. Marvin, we're still talking about police brutality in the 21st century. We trying to figure out what's going on. Our young folks are trying to figure out what's going on you trying to figure out with inflation trying to make ends meet stuff going on in your family in your head post-covid you're trying to figure out what's going on and if you want to find out what's going on you got to get with the one who knows what's going on the one who is the end from the beginning the one who's the alpha and the omega is there anybody here who understands uh, that only god knows what's going on i dare you to open your mouth and give God some praise in advance because he's going to help you understand. (laughs) Tap somebody tell them what's going on, what's going on, what's going on, what's going on. Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat, the fourth king of the separate kingdom of Judah, whose name means uh, Jehovah judged, helps us find the answer to the question, what's going on? in our text Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah on the south side are surrounded by the enemy <laughs> somebody holler they're surrounded if you go to verse 1 of chapter 20 it says after this the Moabites and the Ammonites with some of the Midianites came to wage war against Jehoshaphat some people came and told Jehoshaphat listen here A vast army is coming against you from Edom, from the other side of the Dead Sea. It is already in Hazarzan, Tamar, that is, and Gedi. How many of you know and have learned that you don't have to do nothing for somebody to come against you? Is there anybody here who has ever had somebody come against them? You didn't do a thing. You don't have to say a thing. You don't have to look at them a certain way. All you got to be is anointed and fine and black as you are, and they got a problem with you. Tell somebody it ain't you. They just got a problem with you. When you got it going on, if you just succeed, you're going to have some enemies just because you got it going on like that. Somebody ought to give God some praise that they got it in me or two because that means you somebody for other folk to worry about. Somebody give God some praise. And here's what's crazy, daughter. It was a foreign attack. It was an unexpected attack. Some things you can brace yourself for. But there's some stuff that just happens. Have you ever had something just happen? Have you ever had somebody just attack you from no reason at all? And it came from a source that you least suspect. I expected Junebug to come at me. he been a fool all our lives. But I didn't expect it to come from you. I didn't expect it to come from my friend. I didn't expect it to come from my blood. I didn't expect it from the one I blessed. I didn't expect it from the one I gave the loan to. I didn't expect it from the one I gave birth to. I didn't expect it from my church member. I didn't expect it from my, is there anybody ever had a sneak attack? Is there anybody ever experienced, I don't know where that came from. Is there anybody ever? Don't get mad, don't get mad That's why you gotta keep your head on the swivel Don't lose all your ghetto Don't just go up in the house and don't look around before you put your key in the door You gotta keep your head on the swivel Don't lose all your ghetto The Bible says be sober, be vigilant because the adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walks around seeking whom he gonna devour. You got to keep your head on the swivel even in church because you guys got some devils that got on red bottom shoe. You, you ain't hear me. You, 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 got, you got some devils that play golf before church. You, you ain't hear me. You got some devils. The enemy don't always announce an attack. See, and then the enemy will rub your head and rub your back and then put the knife in and turn it because you didn't expect it. Y'all ain't hearing your boy up in here. Uh, the enemy doesn't always announce. Now, to contextualize, uh, uh, the threat of attack happens during the season when the Lord was with Jehoshaphat. Some of y'all think it's because the Lord is with you you ain't going to get it brought to you. That's why you are always surprised. The reality is it's when God is with you most that you're most a challenge to the enemy and he's got to come against you to stop you because we got this popcorn. Fresh religion that lets us think that just because we're in God's way that the enemy ain't going to try to get in your way. But it's when you're in God's way, when stuff happens, you asking why, and the enemy is saying, why not? you just right pickings for me to take. So Hear me now. 2 Corinthians 17.3 says, the Lord was with Jehoshaphat, hear me, because he followed the ways of his father David before him. He wasn't being crazy. He followed the ways of the Lord. And as a matter of fact, 2 Chronicles 17 and 10 says, The fear of the Lord fell on all the people of all the kingdoms and the lands surrounding Judah because they would not dare bring war against Jehoshaphat because they knew that the Lord was with him. There's some folk, it ain't got nothing to do with you. They know that there's something peculiar about you. They would try to take you out, but they scared because every time you fall down, you get back up. And they're trying to figure out how in the world you're still standing with all of the stuff that the enemy has tried to do to you, Alan. You're still standing after all of this stuff. Y'all don't hear me, but the Bible says after this, verse 1. After this, the Moabites and the Ammonites and the Ammonites came to wage war. After this, the Jokers came to wage war. Wait a minute. There was favor upon Jehoshaphat. But something shifted that lifted the hedge in order to give the enemy access. Y'all, y'all ain't hearing your boy real good. After this, if you were to go home and read chapter eighteen of Second Chronicles, you would find out that after this means that after Jehoshaphat made an unholy alliance with his brother-in-law, King Ahab, and decided to go and attack Ramoth Gilead without God's permission. Y'all are hearing me. Ahab, the wicked king who was married to the sister Jezebel was the brother-in-law of the holy king Jehoshaphat. Even your family will get your behind in trouble if you don't have enough sense to ask God before you consult them. Y'all ain't hear me. If you read chapter 18, if you read chapter 18, King Ahab brought old Jehoshaphat over to the crib for the Super Bowl party gave him some gifts gave him a little drink he drank and said dog I'm about to go and attack Ramoth Gilead do you mind going with me to attack dumb dumb Jehoshaphat said you my brother-in-law my people your people your people my people if you gonna do it we gonna do it together Jehoshaphat said but let's inquire of the Lord first Y'all ain't hear me real good. Ahab got his prophets. People who would tell him what he wanted to hear. And they said, go on, dog. Let's attack the enemy and God is going to give you victory. Jehoshaphat said, but do you have a prophet of the Lord? Ahab said, we got one. But he never tells me what I want to hear. Y'all need to read chapter 18 when you go home. Uh, Micaiah was the Lord's prophet. And when he summonsed him, he said to Ahab, because he knew Ahab was a chump and wanted to hear what he wanted to hear. He said, go ahead, man, attack him. You had a victory. Ahab said, you ain't never gave me no quick word like that. What I got to do for you to tell me the truth? He said, I right, then, I'm going to take you, so you don't see, you don't understand. See, even prophets, you can pay to tell you what you want to hear. And you don't want a joker that you can pay to tell you what you want to hear. You want to have a prophet who's going to tell you what thus saith the Lord, because your life depends on it. You don't need tickling ears and the sounding symbols. You need a joker to tell you. You better get up out of that. You better run up out of that. You better not do that. You better stop doing that. Y'all like pretty preaching. I'm trying to make sure you don't end up like Ahab. Ahab went against what the Lord told him. And as a result, he died on the battlefield. And Jehoshaphat barely got away. Go and read your Bible. I'm going to hurry up, dog, because people got places to go. They got to get some chip and dip for tonight. Chapter 19, verse 1 says, When Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, returned safely to his palace in Jerusalem, JU, the seer, another prophet, said, Man, should you help the wicked, that's Ahab, and love your brother-in-law, those who hate the Lord? Because of this. The wrath of the Lord is on you. In other words, that's why your enemy is standing around you now, ready to take you out. Even though God's hand was upon you before, you decided to let relationship. With your family, get in the way of what the Lord said. Oh, y'all ain't hearing your boy. As long as Jehoshaphat was doing what God told him to do, the enemy was afraid to attack him. But as soon as he wanted to gain favor with his relative and the people more than God, the hedge of protection was lifted. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me. But ain't you glad that you serve the God of a second chance? Somebody ought to give God some praise that he loves you enough to give you a second chance. Even when you mess up, God says, I still see the good in you. Even when you jack some stuff up, God says you messed up, but you ain't a mess because I'm the Messiah who cleans up a mess. Do I have anybody up in here that has messed up at least once or twice, maybe three times or four times, and you're glad that your God is a God of a second chance, and your God says, I still love you, I still see more in you. I'm going to hurry up, I don't have much time, y'all just want a homily today anyway. The Bible says in 2 Chronicles, y'all need to put it on the board. 2 Chronicles 19 verse 3, he says, There is, however, some good in you, Jehoshaphat. You was following me for the first five years, then you took sabbatical and started acting like a fool. But there is still some good in you. For you have rid the land of the Asherah poles and have set your heart on seeking God. You did get rid of idolatrous altars. I'm glad when God keeps score, he doesn't always account for the stuff that I did in the 80s. But God said, I'm going to take your 80s crazy and use it as a testimony in the 20s so that people can see that even though you funky and stank sometimes, I'm going to even get the folks that you did the stuff with to stream in live and see you giving God glory and using the hands that you used to use for nasty to lift up your hands in glory to me and not keep against you and say I still let you sit in the pulpit I still let you sing in the choir I still let you play the bass somebody ought to give God praise for some still I know you ain't been perfect he says but even though you messed up I still want you to seek me even though you ain't perfect he says I still want you to call on me even though you didn't do what I told you to do just the other day if you call on me uh, I'm gonna answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know is there anybody here that's glad that God still wants you to seek him even when you ran away from him still wants you to come after him even though you ignored him for three months still wants to bless you even though you won't bless him with your time I dare you to give God praise and tell him, thank you, that even when I don't, you still do. Somebody holler, I need you, God. I need you, God. I need you. Verse 3, chapter 20 says, Alarm, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord and he proclaimed a fast for all of new faith. He talk about leadership. He says, He says, Seek and inquire of the Lord meant that he led the people in prayerful worship unto the Lord. See, if you want to discern what's going on, don't ask the person next to you because they don't know. Don't ask your favorite minister because they don't know. They got enough hell going on themselves and you're trying to ask them, don't check with flesh, check with him. Uh, uh, look here now if you're gonna do anything uh, with the person next to you decide that you're going to discern and go after God together somebody holler we going after him together Uh, he, he called all the folks together in order to seek and inquire of the Lord in other words they stood there in agreement They stood there with a spirit of unity. They stood there with a collaborative spirit to say, we got to go after the Lord. Check this out now. They did it during a crisis. And how many of y'all know if you want to cause division, it'll happen in the midst of a crisis. If you want Congress to act a fool, have a national crisis. If you want there to be, a, uh, you want them to act a fool in state legislature, all you need to do is have a state crisis. If you want to have a crisis and have a mess and division, city council will beat one another's behind if there's a fiscal crisis. Instead of solving it, they want to tell you who in the heck's fault it is. Uh, you want to have a mess in your family have a crisis let somebody get married you ever thought that a wedding can be a crisis uh, first it starts it's a crisis about what color it's gonna be and, and, and who you gonna invite in and, and whether Uncle Jimmy can come and and can your stepdaddy come and, and can your birth father come even though he ain't been in your life all this time Is mama gonna be sensitive if he shows up y'all are hearing your boy real good whoa what, what, what did he invitations gonna look like a crisis somebody gonna get drunk at the rehearsal dinner and it's gonna be a crisis you need to understand always a crisis always let somebody die in the family and have a little something to leave somebody <laughs> it could be a house with all the windows broken out mama wanted me to have the house those pearls belong to me I'm supposed to get the photo album it's a crisis daddy was gonna give me the Timex watch I know it's cracked but i I'm his favorite child and I, it's always a crisis and there's always division but you need to understand that Jesus said every kingdom divided against itself will be brought to desolation and every house divided shall fall. If you want a house to fall, give some food, something to fight over. If you tell somebody he ain't talking about your family. He ain't talking about you. Yeah, I'm his. <laughs> Verse 4, The people of Judah came together. People of new faith came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came together from every town in Judah to seek God. Wasn't no big eyes and little U's that came from Flossmoor. Came from Chicago Heights. Came from Matson. Came from the Gold Coast. Y'all ain't hear me real good. See, we don't have to agree on everything. But we need to agree to come together to see what God says about it. Because when you don't know what's going on, you need God to fix what we broke. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, I'll forgive their sins and I will heal their land. I don't know about you, but I need some broke stuff mended. I I need some sick stuff healed. I I need my mind to be recalibrated and I don't have time to mess with somebody who's on my rope. See, that's why the enemy doesn't mind half of us being spiritual and the other half being spectators. Because the enemy knows that if I can keep half of you spectators, there's only half the power that you'll have in the house. If I can keep him against you and you against her and her against him, and y'all arguing over who got the best weave or, or who got the best whatever, the enemy says, I got you right where I want you. If you can be hyper-spiritual and they're on a low level, then the enemy says, I got you right where I need you. If the preachers are against the deacons, and the deacons are against the ushers, and the mask wearers are against the no-mask wearers, the enemy says, I got y'all jokers right where I I need you if there's only a certain group of people that you'll talk to and not everybody just because they belong to him he says I got you right where I need you but when you stand together the anointing oil can flow in a house when you stand together there's power Tell somebody, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. We all got to go after the bread of life. We all got to go after the great I am. We all got to go after Jehovah Nisei. Shh. The Bible says, I sought to a man to stand in the gap. He said, but I couldn't find one. You know, God is not impressed by preaching, singing, your gifts, your talents, your dancing. He is not impressed. God ain't even looking for that. God said, I'm looking for a man or a woman who stand in the cap, who build up the hedge, who build up the wall, who will stand in agreement, who will touch and agree. So that's why we got churches on every corner and as many drug houses as we do churches and we're more afraid of the drug dealer than the drug dealer is afraid of us because we don't have no power. But if we had power, I ain't talking about the one who's wearing the collar, I'm talking about the priesthood of all believers. If we had enough power, I've got political clout, who the heck cares about your political proud you come on you got to give up too much in order to get in but when you give it up to god you got more power than you've ever uh, y'all need to hear me is anybody here see we gotta we 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 gotta learn how to pray some of y'all still now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep bless mommy, bless Jenny, bless Nana, bless the dog, bless my income, keep that devil boss off of me, please. Even Jesus' disciples asked him, teach us to pray. JC said, pray like this. Our Father, which art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily prayer and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. He told them how to pray, a type of prayer. But if you look at verse 6 of our text, he gives us, God, another type of prayer. Bible says, Jehoshaphat, step forward in verse 6. He says, Lord, the God of our ancestors, are you not the God who is in heaven? You, you rule over all the kings of the nations. Power and might are in your hand. And ain't nobody bad like you. God of our ancestors. God of Paw Paw, Big Mama, Amy Ruth, and George, y'all did hear me. God of our ancestors, God of Sojourner Truth, God of Harriet Tubman, God of Ida B. Wells, God of Nat Turner, the God of Frederick Douglass, the God of Rosa Parks, the God of Freddie Lou Hammer, the the God of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, Is there anybody in here that had a generation of folk that prayed? Is there anybody here that had a mama that prayed for you and had you on her mind, took the time and prayed? for you is there anybody here who had parents who would embarrass you and be on the phone talking to your relatives talking about they smelling they self they done lost their mind but child we gonna pray do you understand the only reason you made it through college without losing your mind and you are where you are is because somebody prayed for you there's somebody in the background while they was washing the man's floor and taking care of their kids that they can multitask and pray for you stretch stretched their hands towards you a latchkey kid key, and, and made sure you became who you could become into anybody up in here who knows you ain't sitting in a 30 million dollar building because you're so good but because somebody prayed for you I tell you to touch somebody and say I agree that you're the head and not the tail I touch and agree that you'll be blessed going and coming I bless you I speak life over you your children will be saved. Somebody ought to pray, get at it. Somebody oughta. How big is your God? How big is your God? How big is your God, baby girl? You ought to learn how to magnify God. You got to learn how to pray prayers of adoration. You lift up holy hands because you're magnifying God. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. You got to call him Jehovah Nisi. You got to call him Jehovah Jireh. You got to call him Jehovah Rapha. You are my healer. Cancer's no match for you. Lupus is no match for you. Mental illness is no match for you. Do I have anybody in here who make God real big? Come on, just call him by name. Call him Alpha and Omega. Call him Ancient of Days. Call him the Great I Am. Call him your healer. Call him your deliverer. Call him your way maker. Louder. Louder. You got big problems. You need a big God. You got big issues. You need louder. Louder. Praise him louder. Magnify him louder. My God. Heal me from drug addiction. My God. Heal them from alcohol. i get tired of playing church i want god to show up and wreck some jokers so that they'll be believers you won't be a hellion if you a believer What's going on? He says, I'm worthy. He said, what's going on? You got to learn how to magnify me. What's going on? You got to learn how to make me bigger than your problems. What's going on? You got to see me as your savior. What's going on? You got to see me as your healer. God is bigger than that you don't know what I'm going through God says I'm bigger than that I'm bigger than that I'm bigger than it I'm bigger than them I'm bigger than what you've been through matter of fact I brought you through what you've been through see here's the deal Some of us still think it don't take all that. You're like me. I thought I was too cute, too intelligent, too together, too cool. (laughs) I was too down, too much a man to be all emotional, giving God glory and giving God praise because really my God was what people thought about me. I got an image to uphold but then when you begin to think about the reality that none of them jokers got you out of what you've been through as a matter of fact you couldn't even find them while you were going through they lost your number until you made it through but it wasn't nobody but god that brought you through ain't nobody but god That you sitting up in here in your right mind. What nobody but God that kept y'all together. What nobody but God that helped you keep it together. What? Do I have anybody in here who knows that it wasn't but nobody but God? I just wanna know, do you believe that God, if he did it before, that God will do it again if he brought you out? Listen to what he says in verse 7. Come on, keep worshiping. Just listen. He says, Our God, did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it to us forever? to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? God, did you not bring uh, your people across the Atlantic to this land? God, did you not keep your people through the horrific travesty of slavery? God, did we not survive lynchings and Jim Crow and poll taxes? God, Did you not keep us when they said we were three-fifths of a human being? God, and now there are more black millionaires in America than in any country in the world? God, did you not take us from the projects? God! Do we not live in a cul-de-sac? God, did you not take us from a part-time job to owning our own business? God, did you not get me off drugs? God, did you not help me as a single mother? God, did you not deliver me from cancer? God, did you not keep me in my right mind? When you look back over your life, When you think things over, you can't help but to give God praise. If he did it before, he's going to do it again. I speak a covenant blessing over your life. You are a friend of God. I speak. You ought to give him some back pay praise. Enemy don't want you to give him praise because your enemy's breakthrough is in your praise. Enemy don't want you to give him glory because somebody around you gonna get free when your uptight self gets free enough to give God praise. Understanding that whom the sun sets free is free. I want some free folk up in here. If we praise God right, God says I'll speak in the atmosphere. Come on, open your mouth sing a new song I need you hallelujah I glorify you hallelujah I worship you hallelujah come on in the balcony I know this ain't on the script but you need God to flip the script on some of the stuff that's in your life I need you God hallelujah I glorify you hallelujah You don't understand if you learn how to praise him God will give a prophetic utterance it may be from somebody who's on your row who don't even know you the Bible says that while they were giving God glory and praising God it said in verse 14 then the Spirit of the Lord came And Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, stood up before the assembly and said, Listen, verse 15, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but the battle is the Lord. What's about to happen? God's about to fight on your behalf. You're not gonna have to fight this one. All you're gonna have to do is take your position. Begin to give God praise. Y'all ain't hearing me. Come on, Jehoshaphat called the men. Told the men, start singing. Told the men, start praising. Then they sent the army. Because you always send Judah first to make way for the salvation of the Lord. While they praise God, while they marched toward the enemy, God put the enemy into confusion. God set an ambush against the enemy. God made the enemies, the Ammonites and the Moabites, fight against one another and destroy Seir. Y'all ain't hearing me. You ain't gonna even have to fight your enemy. What's going on? God is setting an ambush. What's going on? God's going to make your enemy fall on the old sword. What's going on? God's going to make your enemy your footstool. I dare you. Open your mouth. Give God a shout in your living room. I dare you. Give God a war cry on Sunday for what you're about to face on Monday. I dare you, open your mouth, give God glory, and get your child out of the dope house. I dare you. for your role, come on lift up your hands give God glory for your role. come on give God some provision praise hallelujah the enemy was defeated all they had to do was go and get the plunder I dare you give God some plunder praise give him some provision praise give him some increase praise give him some overflow praise All they had to do was walk towards the enemy camp. All they had to do was face the enemy. Be still and know that I am God. Once you get there, God is going to already have taken care of what you've been worried about. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, God says give him praise and the peace of God which passes all understanding thank you God thank you thank you God thank you thank you God God thank, you, God thank you 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 God what am I doing I'm exercising my faith the battle ain't even over but I'm gonna shout now because if God before me who can be against me greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world the season for church as usual. This is not the season. The enemy is going to and fro, up and down. That's why you've been having them thoughts. The enemy wants to destroy you. Wants you to destroy yourself, but I come against that spirit in the name of Jesus. Not everyone can speak into your spirit. You go back and you read that—that Second that Chronicles 18. You'll see that the, there, were, even the prophets there had false spirits of division and derision. Just because they called a prophet don't mean that that prophetic word is for you. Don't oh, know why, okay, okay. God says you're eating at too many tables. The Lord says this is not a smorgasbord. He said you can meet here. You gotta learn how to hear what thus saith the Lord and stop being distracted by who you hear. They mean to take you off course and utterly destroy you. They were for that season. This is a new season. If you're not saved, you don't... don't have a church you need to come on right now don't move stop the formality don't move come on if you're not sure you're saved if you don't have a church home if you know this is your house come on come on you felt God you heard God you don't know whether to be happy or afraid but the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom come on come on they that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved Thank you for tuning in to our broadcast Of New Faith Baptist Church International If this message has been a blessing to your life We ask that you please partner with us By sowing a seed of faith So we can continue to extend the body of Christ Join us as we continue to move forward by faith